What in the world? There she is. She's I'm, back too. See? I'm back too. Welcome back to the Blue and Gold Podcast. The Blue and Gold. Okay. I've been working on my gold. Since two weeks ago? Well, because people always, they'll say, have you mastered the word gold? And that lets us know that there are six six or seven people listening to the the You're right. It is way more than that. It it, it really is. Yeah, I actually heard from several alum. Several people have reached out Mm -hmm. and said they're enjoying the content. And I asked uh, one of them to come on the podcast, a graduate from 2014. I'll... Mm -hmm. Let it be revealed if he makes it. But. So you have alum, alumni, and alumnus? An alumnus, fi- alum, alumni, or something like that. Can you, you figure out, I mean, like, in a quick spot, tight spot, can you use those appropriately? You ever thought about that? Uh-huh, I can. Yeah, I struggle with that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, you know, some of those people we like at our school, yeah. not always throwing alumnus, alumni, like swim, swam, all that kind of stuff. We'll cover this in the English episode. Yeah, we'll get... We're uh, not doing the English department today. Not today. Yeah. Instead... What are we doing? We have a guest. We do. She's one of my favorite new people. She's sitting two feet from both of us. (laughs) So close. (laughs) So close in here. Yes, it is close. Welcome, Dr. Jennifer Anglin. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Glad you're here. Very excited. We've We've been trying to do this for a while. Yeah, we have. Tell us who you are. What you're doing, because we haven't said, we just said it's Dr. Jennifer Anglin. So let our listeners know who you are since you're new to campus. So I am excited to be the new elementary principal. As you know, Dr. Binkley moved on up to the high school. She moved on up in the world. And so I was blessed to be able to come here and be with the elementary babies. I actually have pre-K through fifth grade. And you were... A good pastor parent before, correct? Yes. So okay. my children were here before until COVID, and then they came with me to school because I was at an elementary school in Sumner County. Yeah. Um, always with the idea that we would bring them back. So the stars kind of aligned, and yeah. it worked out beautifully, and uh, we are all back and excited to be here. You don't want to know what I was thinking on that, but <laughs> kind of like, you know, Moses think? left Egypt and oh, then okay. came back with a different purpose. Yeah. You're going to deliver us somehow. I don't know, but... That's you a, have that's a big yeah that's big a big responsibility yeah that's a lot I that's hope you I hope a... you wanted to be Moses <laughs> um, so and so when you took that job this year I saw your name on paper mm-hmm. and so I just don't I'm one of those at the school and probably there's more like it that you know who is Jennifer Anglin other than Doctor Anglin Doctor Sure Anglin like you you have children mm-hmm. you know. A family, husband, all that. So, kind of, if if there's that person listening right now, if I okay, I see her at school. She does a great job directing traffic. We know she's busy. <laughs> right? You know, we know that she's busy. She's always wearing nice kicks. Uh, she's well Definitely. put together. Yeah, yeah, shoe oh, yeah. Game your shoe is game is well, strong. It's top seven on campus. Oh, oh yeah. I've got to step it up. Even among the students, well, you would say. I would say among that's what I'm saying the whole school community. Yes, and for sure with the faculty and staff. You and Adam saw somewhere at the top, you know, uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. on the shoe game. But kind of give us a little bio there, I guess. Well, how much time do we have? Because that's a lot of stuff. Just Just the facts, just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. Just twenty minutes. So (laughs) I guess we'll we'll start with the kids, move to the husband, and then kind of how I got to where I am. Yeah, that'll work. 
Okay, so I have two boys. One is in fourth grade. He is, he just turned 10 actually last week. I almost okay. said nine. He would not be happy with that. <laughs> um, and then I have a sixth grader. His name's Jack. He's 12. Oh, the yeah. fourth grader is Jack. Sam. Yeah. Um, great boys. They're very, you know, athletic. They love school. They love sports. They love friends. They're just, you know, good, well-rounded kids. So I like to think that hopefully I'm doing a good job. Yes, we have our moments, but um, sure, sure. <laughs> we try hard. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. So Jake is a good pasture alum from 1997. He loved this school. His family loves this school. Uh, says it's the best thing that ever happened to him. He's had lifelong friends from it. Uh, so we always knew that that was something that we wanted for our boys. And so um, Sam started here in Great Beginnings, and Jack started here in Pre-K-3. Had a wonderful, wonderful experience. But I was in education, and I you know, miss time with the boys and those sort of things. And so uh, we made the hard decision to bring them with me for elementary school with the goal of always bringing them back for middle school. And so actually Jack was going into middle school this year. So it, oh, yeah, it worked out. Yeah, worked it, out. it worked out. It worked out perfectly. So excited to be here. I'm not from this area. I grew up in Memphis, um, moved to Nashville after I went to the University of Tennessee. And that's where Jake and I met was back here after I moved, moved to Nashville. So I was about 22 when we met. We've been married for a lot of years. So we met after college. We so. met after college. Okay. Yes, um, he's a few years older than me, and so he we weren't in college at the same time. Mm-hmm. Actually, my degree at the University of Tennessee it was in public relations and business. So at oh. that time, had no idea I wanted to be in education. But mm-hmm. as I started working and realizing, I just never felt like I was making an impact or doing something good for the world. You know, there's certain people that just feel like they have to have some sort of like purpose or like you know path where they're changing lives, and that's kind of how I was. So mm-hmm. I decided to go back to school and get my master's in education. So I went to Lipscomb. I got my master's in the art of teaching and learning. And so I started teaching. Uh, my first job was at Jerry Baxter. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. Uh, yeah, over in East right, Nashville. Yeah, over in East Nashville, sixth grade. Learned a lot. It was a great experience. It was tough. Sure. Tough environment, but it was so rewarding. And I, I knew middle school probably wasn't the right fit for me. So I went back to actually where I did my student teaching, which was Buena Vista. Mm-hmm. Um, and I taught third grade there for several years. And then I started having kids. So we moved to Sumner County. And so I taught third and fifth grade in Sumner County and then became an instructional coach. So I worked with teachers on looking at data, using the standards, making tests, those sort of things to kind of drive instruction and improve in that area. And then I became an assistant principal and then eventually a principal. And that's what I do now. We talked about this a lot just this summer, especially with Mm -hmm. you coming in. Out of our three administrators in elementary, middle, and high school, they all have their doctorate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now our our president has his doctorate. It's a huge... It's a huge achievement that we have that on our campus. So what is your doctorate in? Is that what you were going like, to yeah. kind of ask her about? And is it you say your that? focus? Is that what you... I can't remember what it's called okay. right now, but... It... <laughs> it's important. So I, I it's have important. a doctorate in education and instructional leadership. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So actually, since I didn't have... Um, since I didn't get my bachelor's degree in education and I got my master's in education in order to get my administrative license to be a a principal or assistant principal I actually had to go back to school and get my EDS which is like the step between a master's and Mm -hmm. your doctorate so I went back 
because I I just loved the path that I was on and I loved being able to be with all the kids and make a difference. So I went back and got my administrative license and got my EDS and everybody along the way was like, you should just go out and get your doctorate. Yeah. You're going to regret it. It's just a little bit more work. You just have to finish the dissertation. So I had put that much work in it and I was like, oh, I'm done. You yeah. know, like <laughs> yeah. I need a break, like my kids' lives, all that, all those things, you know, I didn't want to miss out on stuff. And then after like two weeks, I was like, oh, I should have just done it. <laughs> so I signed back up and ended up going yeah. back and doing it, which was a wonderful wonderful experience you just learn so much and you're able you know I think the biggest thing is perseverance like it's just you can't mm-hmm. give up you have to just keep keep going and going and that's mm-hmm. an important life skill that a sure. lot of us it's a hard thing to have and so in order to stick with it I think that's the biggest thing is you just got to keep going and obviously it sounds like it was worth it oh well worth it yes yeah never want to do it husband. again though, right? no I would never I, <laughs> I don't know you know it was one of those things I don't know if it's just where I was in life but uh-huh. it it was a balance, but it wasn't so much that I was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like because I was learning so much and it was so relevant to what I was doing, yeah. I wish that I was in that headspace where you're continually learning and growing because sure. mm-hmm. sometimes you get caught up in what you're doing and you forget that you're still learning. And once you stop learning, then that's when, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe Problems it's in the right. Yeah. 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 I think, I think probably it's because I've heard several talk about that, especially, you know, on these higher education degrees. And it's not, mm-hmm. you you don't miss the learning and being in the, the, the world of academia. I think it's the schedule or slash the strain that it could put if you're a family person, mm-hmm. if you got a lot going on otherwise. Yeah, so. I think it depends on your personality too. Like for, for me, I'm pretty good with time management most of the time. And so I was able to prioritize things and be like, okay, well, I got to get this done. So that I have time to be with my kids and go to their sporting events. Like I Mm -hmm. had to figure out how to balance all of that stuff. And it was almost like a puzzle that I enjoyed because Mm -hmm. I like to like check things off and be like, oh, look what I figured out. It's a (laughs) blessing and a curse, you know. So kind of what have you seen in the elementary that you can, you know, take it to the next level, you know, like based on the past that, you know, the past experiences that you've had and what Mm -hmm. your doctorate is in. So how are you going to use that and kind of what you've seen in the last 12 weeks Well, I want to start off by saying that this is such a special place. And, you know, sometimes when you're in something for a long time, you might take for granted all Mm -hmm. the special things that this school has to offer. So coming in from an outside environment, I think having that perspective of like, even if we have issues or we have problems, there are little things that we can work together to fix. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. Like we are so blessed to have people who truly love and care for these kids. Are there things we can improve? Of course. And that's what we're going to work on. We're going to set some goals. You know, we want all of our kids to feel loved and welcome and to grow academically and behaviorally and spiritually and all of those things. And so that's our focus. So it's just looking at at the things that we can improve on and growing. You know, as the world changes and our kids respond to things differently, we have to change and adapt to the way that we're teaching so that we're reaching all kids. Mm -hmm. And especially as we have um, the learning lab and all of these awesome opportunities to serve all of our kids. It's how we're we're going to come together and make sure that we're doing what's best for for each and every kid, not what's best for the adults. Mm-hmm. We had a great mm-hmm. discussion with Miss Lynn Walker last week about mm-hmm. the Learning Lab mm-hmm. and just hearing some of the things that you all are implementing to produce successful learners. Mm-hmm. It's really incredible. Yeah, and as someone who's in the high school, predominantly as far as the classrooms concerned, you know, I, I don't know if we'll see the uh, the payoff of that mm-hmm. until a few years. Yeah, the things that we do, especially K through two, 
the resources we pour into that, the intervention that we provide these kids in K and two, once they get to third through fifth and middle school and high school, they're going to have so much more potential and be able to, you know, handle things on their own that they, they hadn't been equipped for in the past because we haven't known how to serve those children. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, the more resources you can put into K through two, the bigger payoff you're going to have in the long run in the upper grades. I'd love to just know, I want to know about who is Jennifer? Okay, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you a stressor? Do you take yourself too seriously? Do you feel like you're a goofball? Like what? I mean, I think you're a secret is, goofball. Is, who is this Jennifer Anglin? Right? I mean, it's like it's, we want to know. Is this 2020? Yes. I, mean, what is I don't even. I mean, it sounds like y'all got me pegged. Why don't y'all just describe me? That's better than me describing myself. Here's what I think. I yeah. think I like to have fun. I think okay. that yeah. you're if you're at work all day and you love your job and you're enjoying the people you're around, like the kids feel that. The kids mm-hmm. want yeah. want the best of you, and you can't be your best if you're stressed and upset about every little sure. thing. Yeah. So I think it's important for us as adults to take care of ourselves, to have fun, to show that, you know, not take ourselves too serious. If we make a mistake, own it, move on, those sort of things. And so I try to model how I expect the kids to act by doing yeah. it myself while having fun and enjoying where I work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, she dressed up like a chip bag for Halloween. I was the talkies, yeah. <laughs> I resonate with that because, you know, I have students daily, if not, you know, it, you know, at least weekly say, Mr. Pickard, you are crazy. Like, or like, <laughs> you're so weird, you know. And, and a lot of it's because I don't take mm-hmm. so many aspects of who I am as far as the classroom and in the hallways who seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've talked about that because I want to be I want to create accessibility between mm-hmm. me and the student. Yep. Not always going to probably be the best person to teach the Bible and be the most insightful, or the mm-hmm. most you know you know I'm, you know we're going to do a mass baptism out here in the parking <laughs> lot or anything like that. But I do want them to be able to walk away and say you know he was he was very sincere, very personable, and I feel like he would be there you know, as mm-hmm. our campus minister, you mm-hmm. know, to, to walk me through anything we, we talk about in theory, mm-hmm. if I experience it. And so, and that's what we need for our kids. Right. I, and so mm-hmm. I try that. And that sometimes, you know, I, you know, I'm always going to swing for the fences on stuff, you know, whether it's, <laughs> I mean, they're like, Oh, he's too much. But like, you know, so I think that is really, I, I think letting people see that and it does generate some sort of, you know, I think it puts our parents at ease, mm-hmm. I would hope. Like, I like okay. to think we're relatable, right. like someone that our kids can relate to, someone that our parents can relate to. I'm a mom, too, of two boys, and so I want to love all these kids like I want someone to love my kids. So mm-hmm. I just think that it's important for, for kids to feel that and for their parents to feel that. Um, you leave your kids with people for eight hours a day. You want to know that someone loves them the way you do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was not to rip on my uh, elementary principal. His, his name was Mr. Kearns. Oh, okay. I don't ever know what happened to Mr. Kearns. He was a somber fellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was deeply afraid of that man. Oh, um, really? You know, and I, I think our parents, I think my mom's like, well, I, I'm just as afraid of him as you, but we got to go talk to him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I, you know, that's that old school kind of, and, you know, it was a public school, but it was rural out in the middle of, of a small town. So it wasn't like, you know, and, and so I just think. I just like the the difference that you possess that mm-hmm. maybe other people or even the school culture we're trying to. What was his name again? Kearns. Mr. Kearns. Mr. Kearns. I can remember him rocking back in his chair and popping his, he had a leather belt. Oh. Yeah. And he would just scare us with it. You know, pop, my, pop. I should start doing that. Don't. Oh. You shouldn't. But my, my elementary principal was a man named 
uh, Keith Chapman. Keith Mr. Chapman. Mr. Keith Chapman. And he would always yell out, let's go big team. I don't know why he said that, but anytime I... I've heard from him pretty recently, like in the last year, and that's the only thing I think of is him yelling big team. But yeah. he was, at the time, like my memory of him is he was this larger-than-life man. Mm-hmm. But I, it was very evident that he cared about us. I hate that you didn't feel that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, I guess it was more of a Dr. Anglin. Like I remember he cut walking. up with us. And, but then he also was pretty, he was, like he meant business, you know. I remember being, you know, sent to the office on a message by one of my, I think it might have been second or third grade. And I remember walking through the, the school cafeteria, you know, like we had to walk through the edges of it to get to the other hallway. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching him paddle like a sixth grader in the school, which yeah. sixth graders look giant. And, you know, he was a giant <laughs> man to yeah. a little second grader. And just like, Oh, what did I just see? Like, I don't ever want to be that kid. And yeah. he paddled him. What are could we going to do? Okay, wherever you all went to school, could you all get paddled? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Was, I remember they, they said, they sent home, they saying like they weren't going to do it, but my mom made us take a note saying they could do it. Yeah. And, and that was, like, was just yeah. for, what? that was, yeah, that was, was for like, you to was, realize. Yeah, she was like, walk that in there. I was like, what? Why, why would you I allow? bet you never got paddled. I sure did not by the principal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not so, <laughs> at I, home. I think yeah. I, there are still places in our country where I think you can sign off. I think I oh, heard yeah. that, read that. I read? think up until a few years ago, um, in Tennessee, in Tennessee, there was uh, it was still allowed. Mm-hmm. And then they did away with it. I know why I was still in the classroom and teaching. You could, you still, still could. Yeah. yeah, I would say the. Percent- I don't think anybody did it. The percentage but, is very low. Yeah. Here it was like you sitting like I think if you talk to the alum, but yeah, it's like sitting on the black couch. That was the, oh, that was oh. Yeah. Jake has told me about the black. Yeah, couch. everybody. Yeah. everybody you knew to, you were in trouble if you were sitting, sitting on the, the black yeah, my couch. My wife talked about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like man, yeah, she she went to school. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, because the good thing is you know in years to come they're gonna be like y'all remember Doctor Anglin. She was hilarious, or she was so good. Remember with she that. wore that talkie shirt. Remember she wore those socks. Remember she talked all her these shoe, crazy I bet, stories. I will say, I bet everybody remembers your shoe game. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like, That's just an excuse to go buy some more shoes. Right. You know, I got to keep up this. Sorry, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just won't let him listen to this episode. Oh. You th- I said, you think he will? If you said to him, "I was in a podcast," will he say like? I gotta get that podcast. He would go listen to it, and yeah. then he'd find a way to embarrass me about it. So okay. that's why he's not gonna find out about it. Okay. Well, I'll send it to you, Jake. <laughs> no, I have I your. Say, I'm gonna have to be on Jake's set. There. Yeah, he's one of those people who nothing embarrasses him at all. Yeah, and so he lives to embarrass other people. Yeah, and he goes like, I kind of like those guys unless they're like, embarrassing the me, yeah. right? Because <laughs> I've tried, I've tried to get him back. It just doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. Nothing I do. Well, this was a great episode. Yeah. I loved it. You know, I got to be honest. I was like really like. Nervous about wow. this and dreading it. Now that I'm here, I'm like, it's I can so, talk for hours. See? Yeah. We, we can talk to anybody. Yeah. I think it's the soothing voices, you know? Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard-hitting questions. Hard-hitting yeah. questions mm-hmm. in Heath's bag of chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loves the bag of snacks yeah. over there. No harsh words this week either. Yeah, that's well, that's good. Yeah. Are you giving harsh words on the well, podcast? Well, on our, on, one, I on think our one, freestyles, I, sometimes I have, you know... Well, it's because I said a Tolliver tip. Harsh words with Heath. I said a Tolliver. I said this Tolliver is a Tolliver tip. Tolliver tip. Maybe harsh words with Heath. <laughs> like we're going to try to. I, we're not there yet. But we just. Make my a, tip we'll was make a about lot of empty promises on, <laughs> on this podcast. Well, y'all need to follow through with it. If you're going to yeah. say you're going to do something, you got to yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll do it. On, we'll do it on the next freestyle Friday. Mm-hmm. We will.
Well, today was great. It was wonderful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being on here. Thank you for being here. That's a wrap. Goodbye.